Welcome back to the Michael C. Wells Photography Podcast, everybody. I am Michael, and today we're going to look at drone photography tips. And uh, I know that the question on everyone's mind is going to be, okay, well, what drone do you fly? And the one that I fly uh, currently is the DJI Mavic Mini. I don't have the Mini 2. Uh, I don't have the, the, the large drones that DJI uh, makes. I just have the Mavic Mini, the original Mini, as of right now. We'll talk about why here a little bit later. Let's get into the tips as to what I think you should do when looking for a drone, flying a drone, etc. Number one, research. Re read the reviews and I know everybody goes to Amazon. That's probably where you're going to buy it. You go to Amazon, you read the reviews, you see man it's got four and a half stars out of five. This looks great. But I'm telling you, read read the bad ones. Re read, read what's going on. Um, reason I say that is I've got this this DJI Mavic Mini, great reviews. I mean, great reviews. Nobody's saying anything bad about it. I cannot find people saying something bad about it. You go to the reviews that have like two or three stars, and people are like, well, you know, I'm going to give it three stars because it's not as, as, as big as I thought it would be. And you're like, come on, people. Like, it tells you in the description what the size is, everything. So, I'm like, man, this is the drone for me. But... I'm going to be honest, first time I fly it, boom, crash. What happens? Camera gets knocked out of place. And the gimbal stick, the thing that holds the camera steady in place, pointing at you, or pointing straight, it, it, it's not working. The, the, the camera can't rotate, can't, can't get back in line. So... A constant warning, camera, I, I improved it, but I didn't fix the problem. And I'm looking online, and guess what? Everybody has this problem. Everybody who's crashed this drone has this problem, and there's no solution. It's like people are trying this, people are doing this, people are trying this. Oh, this worked for me. This might work for you. This might be the answer. Nobody has the answer except for send it in and either have it replaced or repair it for $150. Didn't know that before I bought it. So read all the reviews, number one. Number two. Turn the controller on before the drone. This is probably just OCD on my part, but I mean, it's it's a controller. The person that has the controller is in control of whatever device it is. You have a Xbox controller, like you are in control of the thing on the Xbox. So with that being said, I don't want to turn on the drone and then the drone for whatever reason acts out on me, goes wonky, whatever you want to call it, and I don't have my controller on to stop it. And I, I certainly don't want to go sit here and hold it in my hand or try to stop it with my hand with these blades, propellers spinning around either. So, I'm, 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 have, I, have I had a problem? No, I haven't had a problem. But my, my OCD tells me, you know what, let, let's, let, let, let's turn on the controller first, then we'll turn on the drone. In case something happens, I, I at least have somewhat control of the situation. Alright, number three, keep your phone charged. Man... You, you get that that awesome opportunity. This is this, this sunset. It's been cloudy all day. And here is this sunset setting on the river, on the ocean. And this is a great time to go flying. And you're at 25%. Now, when you plug this phone into this drone controller, it's going to drain your battery. I mean, let's just be honest. It's going to drain the battery. The, the, the battery inside your drone lasts anywhere from 25 to 70, 75 minutes, depending on the drone make and model. So it, 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 it's going to drain that battery. It's going to drain your phone battery. Keep the phone charged. Don't go flying 
25, 30% phone. Keep that thing 75, 80% if there's even a possibility that you're going to be flying anytime soon. Number four, practice in the open field when you get your new drone. Just, just do it. <laughs> just, just practice first. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you're gonna, you're gonna thank yourself later. I, I got too excited one time. I'm, I'm, I'm going up at, I'm at the church and I'm gonna get the steeple, and I'm going to the top of the steeple, and I want to just clear the steeple by about, you know, three or four feet. Well, I'm coming right at the cross, at the very tip of the steeple. And I need to lift up. And instead of lifting up, I accelerated. And I'm telling you, I smacked right into the cross. It went tumbling to the church uh, roof about 10, 12 feet down. It, it was bad. Then I had to have the embarrassing moment of going inside and finding somebody that works at the church and saying, you know, uh, can, can I have a ladder, please? Because I just crashed my drone on your roof. Just, you know, just, just, you know, just, just normal day, you know, life of photography. Um... You know, didn't go in there and tell him I was new to it or this, that, and the other, or what was going on. You know, I didn't need any excuses. Just, hey, man, I just crashed my drone into your steeple and was wondering if I can get a, get a ladder. So, just practice first. I'm not going to tell you one of the tips is to carry a ladder. You don't need a ladder all the time, but you do need to practice first in an open field, get a feel for the controls, and know what you're doing before you go out there. Don't be dumb like I was and just pff, go guns blazing, okay? All right, number five, keep the drone in your sight. This is... Not not a big one for many people. People are like, why do I need to do that? I've got it right right here on the screen, on, my, on my phone. It's on the screen in front of me. Maybe it's the OCD thing kicking in again for me. I, I don't know. But I like to be able to see my drone when I'm flying it. Uh, I'm not one of those people where I'm, I'm going to, you know, fly it two and a half miles down this way. Or we're going to, you know, be going over the trees and seeing that, you know, if, if I'm, I'm over some trees, I still want to be able to see it. You know, I can get a good shot going over top of the trees and still from the ground be able to see my drone as it's going across and doing that. I, I, I'm just, I like to be able to see what it's doing. If there's a malfunction of any kind, if it's going down, I want to have an idea of where it is at all times. Not just, hey, let me replay that video and see what I got. You know, just makes me feel more at ease. Again, maybe it's just the OCD thing of mine, I don't know. All right, number six, turn on OAA, and the OAA is the obstacle avoidance action. Now, if this would have been on, maybe, maybe, um, we wouldn't have had such a close encounter with the Lord when we hit the steeple at the very top. Maybe. Uh, like I said, I, I needed to elevate it, you know, to go up, and I went, you know, full force. Not saying that it would have been much of a difference giving it a full throttle, you know, into it. But if that would have been on, it probably would have had less damage or been less likely to have had that incident or that crash to begin with. All right, we're at number seven. Set the camera to the highest quality. Now, most of the cameras come, and I know that the, the mini that I have is a 2.7. And it, it, it can, it, the quality can be increased. Uh, you, you just have to go into the features there you push the three three dots in the right hand corner and you, you can change how many frames per second you can change the quality of the camera now that's from mine it, it might be at the highest quality on other drones but i know on mine man i go i shoot something i think it looks great but then i find out that it could have been set to this higher standard or this higher quality 
man, I feel like what the, the stuff I just got is nothing compared to this higher quality. Because, I mean, who doesn't want the higher quality? So, set the camera to the highest quality if it's not already there. All right, number eight, and this goes back to the incident with the, the steeple. Go slow. Go slow. If, if I... I was trying to get this shot to where it was just nice and smooth, you know, dun, 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 over the building, looking down, you know, this amazing shot that you would see on like a commercial. And the reality is, I could have had that same shot if I would have gone super slow. And you're, you're thinking, why? It'd be super slow. Nobody wants to watch that. Well, I could have then, then when I put it in the editor, I could have sped it up, you know, speed it up. You know, instead of it being, I can go real, real slow and then increase it by half or a quarter or even double the speed. And it's going to look nice flying right over that steeple, even though I literally just crawled over it nice and slowly. So go slow, you know, speed it up later if you need to, but get the shot, focus on not crashing so that you can retry. Uh, I could have, you know, just backed the drone up at any moment and come back. I said, okay, let's let's try this again. This isn't a train coming by. This isn't a, a, a goal at a soccer game. This isn't a touchdown pass. This is a stationary object I was dealing with. So at any moment, I could have said, okay, abort mission. Let's try it again. Go slow. All right, number nine. Use the propeller guard. The Mini has, has these... these, these guards that you put on the propellers and of course I tried this in my house first and I, I know I know you know what are you doing flying a drone in your house it's a mini it's a miniature I wanted to, to test out how it goes up down front back side to side you know I, I just wanted to test it out you can do that in the open space of your living room you can well I was pretty good at the controls so I thought I'm gonna take this around the corner I'm gonna take it through the doorway of the kitchen into the other room and when I did that I bumped into the I literally just tapped the wall now if the propeller guard wasn't on there that would have been bad that would have been you know possible well, good amount of damage new propeller who knows what else damage I could have done but I had the guard on there and I'm telling you it just like tapped the wall and just bounced off nice and easy and it's not in my shot the camera is at the bottom, propellers are at the top. Like, why not keep this propeller guard on there? I Use the propeller guard if you can because, gosh, I mean, it's not like a, a tree limb or a stick. It's not going to prevent that from coming in. But it may be the difference. When I hit that steeple and I came down and I didn't have the propeller guard on, maybe that could have taken some of the shock. Maybe that could have absorbed some of the impact to where... It wasn't as big of an issue as it was. So I just, I keep going back to the steeple because that, that was my, that, that was like my, my shining crash, okay? That, that, that was the, the, the crash that just, <laughs> man, I got to change something. I can't do this. So uh, that's when all these tips and ideas popped into my mind, really, when I uh, had this crash. I keep referring to that a lot because that was the, <laughs> that was the one where I'm like, okay, these 20 things I just did wrong and uh, I need to learn from those quick. Moving on, number 10, do not fly in no-fly zones, and you're thinking, duh. But, man, I mean, it's a no-fly zone. 
can't say that I haven't gotten close to those zone, zones before, you know, the airports. But, man, if, if they catch you, I'm telling you, they will catch you. you. You you try to fly that thing close to an airport or a restricted area, they will catch you. When they catch you, they will repossess the drone. They can fine you. They can take you to jail. They can do all of these different things, too. They can uh, take your licenses away from you. All kinds of stuff can come. But even if you don't get any fines, even if you walk away with with nothing you're definitely not going to walk away with your drone because they're going to repossess the drone they're going to keep it and they're not even going to sell it at an auction it's going to sit in the in the attic in the basement at the police station for decades to come until they finally decide to throw it in the trash so just don't take the risk you've invested money into a drone whether it's two hundred dollars or whether it's two thousand dollars don't don't fly in no-fly zones and the DJI Fly app does a good job of this because when I was out flying the other day, uh, an airplane came over. Because I'm close to an airport, but I'm flying it in a zone to where I'm allowed to fly. The airplane's allowed to fly too, and I got this alert letting me know aircraft in the area. And you know, you look, you know, flying over here on the right, and you look over on the left, and you're like, whoa, there's there's an airplane. Now he's several, you know, hundred feet higher than I am, you know, thousands possibly. But the fact that he was there and I was out, you know, if I'd have been closer to the airport, that could have been disastrous on, on many levels. So don't take that risk. Uh, 11, this really uh, focuses in on the, the, the miniature drones. Do not fly in winds over 15 miles per hour. Again, the DJI Fly app will tell you, hey, you know, it's pretty windy out here. You know, wind advisory. I've been out in 20 mile per hour winds. And that thing holds together pretty good. I mean, the stability is is really, really good. I'm really impressed with it. But it, it could be four miles per hour in my backyard, and I go near the ocean or near the river, a lake, somewhere where the water, uh, the wind can pick up. Um, any given time, you know, wind tunnels, like, you know, for example, you think of a gas station, you know, if you're near a bridge, you know, that, that's a wind tunnel, you know, so... Just because it's four miles per hour outside doesn't mean you can't fly in areas where the wind is more dominant. So, 15 miles per hour is what I kind of like to cut off at. Uh, if the forecast, if, if we got 12, 11 mile per hour winds outside, I'm not, I'm not going to fly it. It's just not, not worth the, the risk of the drone drifting. Like I said, it does a good job. But you get that one gust that's 25 miles an hour, and I, I don't want to find out what happens. So, I, I've been playing it safe. And uh, it seems to be be doing doing just fine. A little, little bonus here. I know that's number 11, but a little bonus. I would get the, um, the, the lens covers, the, um, the lens protectors that they have for your camera. Not, uh, they have these the nice ones. Um, get, a, get a lens filter. Not just, not just a cover, not just a protector. Get a lens filter because that's really going to not only help with the images that you take as far as photographs and take care of the video, but it's just it, it's like that extra protection um, for your for your camera. I mean, it's like having a, a cell phone and you, you you put the screen protector on it. I mean, that's exactly what it is here for for your camera. So the the, the quality is going to improve. Even if you just use a CPL, the quality is going to improve and it's going to be better protection for your camera. So that is my 11 tips for flying drones. See you next time.